This is episode number 55 with Torsten Nicolini. Welcome to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast. My name is Andrea Samadhi. I'm a former educator who's been fascinated with understanding the science behind high performance strategies in school, sports, and the workplace, and created this podcast to bring the most current neuroscience research along with high performing experts who've risen to the top of their field with specific strategies or ideas that you can implement immediately, whether you're a teacher or student in the classroom or working in the corporate world to take your results to the next level. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. If this is your first time here, I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. I can't wait to introduce you to our guest today, Torsten Nicolini. He's a strategy coach who's joining us today all the way from Germany. He's devoted his life to helping small business owners fulfill their greatest potential by teaching them how to become more successful at work and life. Now, I first met Torsten last summer. It was 2019 when he contacted me to review his book. It was called Work Smarter in One Day, How to Be More Effective at Work and Get More Out of Your Life. And I get asked to review a lot of books. I must be on some Amazon review list somewhere because probably about a, a book a week and I usually delete them, but the title of Torsten's book caught my attention because I had just launched this podcast on productivity skills and have been researching workplace productivity for the past year. So when I read Torsten's Work Smart in One Day, it actually felt like a compilation of the most effective productivity strategies all in one place. And a little bit of history, in the late 90s, I worked in the motivational speaking industry with some of the leading motivational speakers in the world. And of course I had access to their books and content that I read extensively. And as I read through Torsten's book, the great speakers of the past echoed in my head and I could see who had influenced him. And the strategies in his book were spot on. He's organized them in a way that anyone can improve their productivity. And I can tell that he operates this way with the detail of his examples. So I reviewed his book that day and I remember exactly where I was. I was in a hotel on a family vacation and I actually refused to leave the room until I finished his book and review because it was so captivating. Thank you so much for being here today, Torsten. Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate your great introduction. Wonderful. Well, I just want to give a little bit more about your background because there's a lot more than just the, the book that you've written here. Torsten is currently working full-time as an engineer at an automotive supplier. Yazaki, is that correct? That's correct, yes. And he's accomplished an apprenticeship as a toolmaker in 2009, technician in 2013, Bachelor of Engineering in 2018, and is currently doing Masters of Engineering that he'll finish in 2021. That's a lot of yes. education behind you, Torsten. And he started to learn about personal development in 2017, but now he's 32 and brilliant and very smart of you to do that at a young age because it really has set you apart from the rest. Um, and he launched a business in marketing and web design, starting a blog and different projects like web design and marketing. And since 2018, he writes content, articles, and publishing books. So you're very busy over there. What's, what's life like for you right now in, in this strange time? Uh, are you working from home with your job, or what's going on for you over there? 
Yeah, what's going on? So basically, I'm in some kind of project management, and all we can do there is um, also now working from home. That's um, that's quite good. But uh, you can imagine that we also, as an automotive supplier, has uh, have some um, facilities, some plants where actually um, we also need to shut down the production. Um, yes, in in reference to to all the OEMs who um, who are closing um, also their plants and the production which is really limited and yes um, it's a quite hard situation and um, yes I think we will um, go later maybe um, yeah step by step to some things um, how we can uh, overcome or get along with these um, times and to make the best out of it so basically I have a positive attitude and I think that um, yes in every situation you are you can maybe uh, get something positive out of it and um, yeah let's face I'm uh, I'm happy to be here and uh, glad to talk about uh, those uh, topics today with you, yeah. Wonderful, well that's why I think it's so powerful that you started yeah. to study this at a young age because now a lot of people are smack dab in the middle of whatever we've got going and we have mm. to have some of these strategies if we've been practicing them for a while mm. like you have, they become automatic, but not everybody has had this opportunity to study you know, works like this. So. Uh, that's why I thought it was so powerful to have you on today and uh, to share your ideas. So I just want to ask you some questions because your book, every single chapter hits spot on with the most effective productivity strategies that I've ever learned. So can you just talk about what are highly efficient people doing better than the average person these days and how are they managing their tasks to increase productivity from what you've yeah. written in the book? That is a great question. Um, the short answer could be as simple as this, that you just say, okay, these people uh, plan better and they execute better. Um, but this information alone is um, actually not sufficient for those people who actually want to work smarter. So um, to maybe get a better understanding, um, we need to uh, dig a bit deeper into the subject. And um, what you will then find out that it's not just about um, adding more working hours or more shifts and uh, paying maybe more attention in classes or something. Um, studies, uh, studies FIC, as I see, have shown that there is uh, not um, basically a, a relation between more working hours and getting more done um, actually in your work. Um, just adding new working hours uh, is not a solution for better pro productivity um, at all. So um, you can imagine that you are maybe working um, 50, 50 hours per week and you just uh, increase it to a 70 hour work week. Um, you can say, okay, maybe you see a noticeable change that um, yeah, you actually um, have maybe uh, more things uh, done at that uh, point in time. But um, relating to productivity, it's almost, uh, almost the case that um, um, it will get lower, yeah, that you will see a drop um, if you extend it to, to the amount um, of, t of time, maybe of uh, 70 or 80 um, working hours, because you have limited capacity as a human being, and um, so the same is um, for your work. So we need to really um, find out um, what is actually the, the, the issue about this, and what I see is that um, those people who are really uh, efficient, that they overcome uh, some challenges they face, yeah, um, quite better or, or more often than the average person. And uh, the key learning in, in general is that you um, first identify uh, those uh, challenges and your problems you have uh, when it comes to your work. And um, as you can imagine, maybe from, from, your, from your personal um, working, uh, there are sometimes items like, um, yes, uh, you have um, 
a lot of stress or uh, maybe uh, some tempting activities that uh, could quite interfere uh, with your current uh, working and your productivities. And sometimes um, if you imagine there are also people out there who are a little bit um, disengaged from their working life at all and uh, do not really um, commit to, to certain activities or to certain tasks. And what I found out is that um, in this um, working smarter approach, you just um, yeah, need, to, need to find something out that you um, take smaller steps uh, just to being first aware about uh, tackling those issues and uh, maybe to uh, taking then small steps and um, convincing yourself then in accomplishing things. So maybe if you find one thing and just um, yeah, add it to your to-do list and um, accomplish it, and also to review um, what maybe um, uh, was wrong or what was not okay and that you reflect it in, um, yeah, in, in some time and uh, work on your improvement personally. So this is uh, basically um, the, the difference I see, yeah, that you uh, need to get along somehow with the obstacles you get uh, in your way when it comes to productivity, right here. So when I read that, I thought, yeah. that's Brian Tracy eat that frog do the difficult thing first is that where that influence came from yeah that was um, of course one influence i really uh, like um, brian tracy's work and actually reading his book and um, there's a lot you can you can take out and uh, this eat the frog mentality is um, is really is really a good uh, good approach i think um, as you tackle your your biggest uh, your biggest tasks um, in the morning maybe or uh, when it comes uh, to starting your work and then um, yeah, you, have, you have a good feeling because uh, this one important task is something that uh, leads to your goals, yeah, to your goals which uh, are the most important for you. And so you have a, you have a great feeling, um, first of all, working on it. And if you have accomplished the task or maybe a particular task of this project, um, then it's really good. And the rest of the day yeah, will get uh, much easier as I see. Yeah, right. That's Definitely. correct. And I can tell so. that you practice what you're preaching from how you're talking about it because Thanks, yeah. you know when when someone's talking out of integrity for what they're doing and it, it shows. Yeah. So that's why the book was so powerful because I was Thanks. I was blown away by knowing that you were implementing and where all these influencers mm -hmm. came from. What about some new habits that go a long way making you think about a, a morning mm -hmm. routine? Uh, maybe some people don't have one. Um, talk a little bit about that, some habits yeah. we could create. Yeah, okay. When it comes to habits, uh, I think you first need to understand that uh, habits, uh, basically all of us uh, human beings have uh, habits. And uh, the question is, um, if those habits uh, we actually have, are they working for us or against us? So that is that is a question um, you need to answer for yourself. And I think a well-established morning routine um, is a, is a great tool to prepare yourself um, for a good start in the day. Yeah? So, um, um, but um, on, on, another, um, uh, on another case is that you need to uh, find something that actually yeah, perfectly is perfectly tailored to yourself. So where you feel comfortable with this. Uh, it's not um, maybe about uh, doing all the things that the people uh, tell you out there. It's just to, to get a feeling about um, how is your, uh, your body or how is your mind ticking and maybe to actually use this and uh, implement the things in your life. So maybe for me, it's uh, waking up um, in the morning at a specific time and um, activating your body and your mind by doing some sports or taking a shower. Yeah. So the people out there always uh, talking, okay, maybe you, will, you need to have a, a cold shower, but I say, okay, actually a shower itself would also work. It doesn't need to, need to be cold. So it's really depending on your individual 
um, behavior and how you feel some somehow comfortable yeah? because I think if you're working on projects and um, and doing some tasks doing some tasks uh, it's also important uh, that you have yeah this this kind of uh, comfort yeah that you have a good uh, good feeling a good working environment and um, the rest I would say will follow then yeah so when it comes to working smart I would especially point out that it's um, not just about uh, starting your work so, um, but more than uh, but more to um, to check and uh, keep track of your to-dos actually yeah and to prioritize your work um, at best also one day before because um, if you can um, make the to-do list uh, one day before yeah before you get actually asleep I think you can confirm is that um, your mind or your subconscious uh, mind is um, working on it and in the next morning it's much more easier for you to start and uh, you have not um, yeah the force uh, to or the power necessary to take some decisions because it's still clear for you how you will start and then much more easy to get into it yeah so that is basically um, one approach or one thing I really like and um, yeah I always try to do to, to protocol it to write things down to make some uh, to-do lists to prioritize to my specific needs and in reference to my projects I have to to do and uh, that is um, yeah actually some some tricks or some habits you can implement then yeah and yeah so if you if you are at a point where maybe uh, in a in a project and already um, achieved some some milestones it's also good to um, to have a, some kind of review and um, to uh, to motivate yourself that you you see success that you already did some steps um, rather than uh, just uh, looking in front uh, the long path uh, the long path to go maybe that uh, could quite demotivate uh, in a specific way so um, that is something that you can also consider or try to realize and in your work yeah wonderful and when i read that question of course i thought of covey's seven habits of highly effective people yeah. and i actually worked closely with um, Greg Link, who partnered with Stephen Covey and yeah. got to know him on a personal level. He was uh, instrumental in me starting Achieve360 mm -hmm. and doing what I'm doing. And um, just thinking about the sharpening the saw habit, yeah. always learning and uh, studying, learning from new people, but then implementing what you're learning. So not just reading it and putting the notes away, but actually trying to take action. So that's why... Yeah. I loved how you've done this here. Yeah, just take one principle and I think this book is really a masterpiece of work and uh, really worth reading it. It's definitely a pick worth it, yeah. Absolutely. And then you, you talked about how do you eliminate what's pulling you down or stealing your mm -hmm. energy? And I know that you talked about, you know, the habits that we have. We all know mm -hmm. some things we're doing like, are bad habits. So how are we identifying them? And then what do we do with them? Yeah, it's, it's also a great question. So um, the main thing, as you said, is um, first of all, you need to identify what's pulling you down. And I can compare it maybe to um, just evaluating your financial situation. One approach could be that you are actually cutting your expenses. So almost any expert in this field of financial um, development or financial situation or financial improvement in this field uh, will maybe advise you to uh, write down all your expenses and keep track of them. Um, for the future and review what you can maybe cut then and uh, where you can save actually expenses and the same is um, actually for your work for your working behavior is if you're doing something and actually working on it then you just uh, put maybe a list and uh, write down um, if you feel some kind of distraction and um, list it monitor it 
uh, during several sessions and uh, maybe at the end of the week or at the end of the day, you can just reflect and um, maybe um, you will find um, some kind of overlapping yeah, during uh, more or less uh, some of these sessions you will do actually during work. And then um, try to find something where you can work on, where we can maybe remove or reduce um, some kind of um, yeah, things that uh, are pulling you down. And so this, uh, this, this one approach um, I really um, recommend in this context. And there are, yeah, more or less uh, several things that uh, come in place here. Yeah, So some actions to eliminate are maybe um, learn to say no to, uh, to something that you uh, might not interested in or not too much socializing if you have an important uh, project, uh, project to be done or important task. So that's something um, where you really um, need to find out. And what we mentioned before is also to have um, yeah, some kind of quality sleep and um, some quality feeling as well as exercise and dieting. So you can imagine if you have an important uh, appointment, maybe um, a meeting or something that um, you really need a sharpened mind or something that you just go out for a walk in advance and uh, that really helps you to retain or to sharpen your focus and finally so these are the small things and that can make the difference and uh, to just uh, have a look about uh, your personal situation is there something maybe i can really remove uh, adjust or is there anything else i can maybe adapt um, yeah to my working behavior that works for other people yeah so this one reminded me of Brendan Burchard's high performance habits. Yeah. He talks about some habits that high performers use. Um, one of them is clarity, getting clear on what we're doing. And the other one is managing our energy. And so we've got to get really clear yeah. about what um, gives us energy and what takes yeah. our energy and, and get rid of the things that take our energy because it will really pull us down. And sometimes it's getting honest with ourselves. We don't want to, do those yeah. things that you know might feel great at the time, but they take our energy the next day. So, uh, have you read that book, Brennan Burchard's? Uh, actually, not yet. So maybe that uh, I will put it on my list and um, yeah, just go through okay. it. But I think there are definitely points uh, which I can take up and yeah, also improve my working behavior on it. Yeah, so I will not yeah. say that I'm perfect. I'm also learning and um, yeah. It's, it's a process. Everything is a process now. Yeah? So, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then um, what are some tips for maintaining your success so that it continues yeah. all year? Because, you know, we can all start out great when we're starting something, but then life happens. And, you know, it, it happens here, too. I've got to constantly be on track with what I'm doing, yeah. especially working from home. What, what kind of strategies do you suggest to keep you yeah. motivated all year? Okay, when it comes to the uh, word or yeah, to the word or to the term success, um, first of all, I would like to to think about um, how do you actually define the word success? You know? So, um, what does it mean for you? Yeah, reaching a goal or achieving a task. So, um, yeah, so the content um, of of a success could be um, really um, yeah, really um, different from person to person. Yeah, so. Um, so maybe to, to find this out, to actually define it for yourself and then um, to really illustrate how you can make, make it measurable. Yeah? So that you actually see that you um, have this kind um, of success. And what I always try to do is that I have some certain state in mind that I want to reach. Yeah? Maybe um, in, in one year, I want to uh, win uh, 100 more follower or just increase my sales to a certain number that I just put it down or write it down and um, 
try to find out how, how I can um, yeah, break it down to actionable steps. And these actionable steps um, maybe um, makes it more, um, more tangible for you yeah, to actually then um, plan your to-do lists and um, to maybe think about your timing, how you can realize it really um, in your life or in your work. So uh, when it comes to those, um, to those goals, um, really in combination with, uh, with some deadlines that you can put it to your calendar, that you can create a schedule that uh, suits best to your tasks, to your individual needs. And um, as I always see is that the brain, that your brain or human brains um, prefer some kind of consistency. So it is also quite helpful um, to really align the right timing for you, you by when you want to work on it. Yeah? So it really makes, makes a difference um, as I see. And um, also to maybe to um, talk to people who are quite, um, quite, good, quite good at what they do. So some kind of high performers. Um, so sometimes um, if you are maybe with friends where you feel uh, that they dragged you down or something, um, yeah, it's maybe time to reelevate your priorities and really, uh, really see which are people maybe where, um, where I uh, can learn from, where I can get inspired from, and actually those people who um, challenge me on what I do and on what they do. So um, I have a, a better environment um, on how I can um, actually work on those things. Now, not by actually doing the things, but uh, just by thinking about it to approaching new things or new methods that is really, really helpful. And at least um, you should not um, come to the situation that you uh, slip, slip back or slip to procrastination on your most important tasks. So uh, that you really um, yeah, get, uh, get some, some emotional um, connection to your tasks, to your project, and really get a good feeling that you are working on it. You, you really achieve um, your followers in, in, 100, in 100 followers, maybe in one year and actually uh, see how it's um, how you can help them or how are you how are you chatting with them and, and really imagine how this uh, will be at that point in time yeah if you reach your goals and if you if you just have this present uh, during your work or before starting your work just in your preparation time it really makes a huge difference as I see yeah definitely I like that idea of having someone that challenges you because it really helps you to expand your capacity of what you think mm -hmm. you can do right mm -hmm. like you know when you're when I worked in the sales industry they gave you your sales number and every yeah. single person would look at the number and say I'll never get this sales goal and you know it's too high and mm -hmm. and then before you know it it's halfway through the year and you've hit it and yeah. you know, thank goodness you had people to push you higher than you think. So mm -hmm. I like having people like that around so that you can just keep reaching for more, challenge yourself more and do yeah. more and more things. I just wondered on, on that, how do you pace your year? Do you um, divide it into quarters and have goals that you set? Mm -hmm. How does a year can be a long period of time that you could get lost in yes. your goals? How do you, how do you do that? Yeah, that's right. So basically, I have a calendar which I buy um, year by year. So um, and where I just put my ten goals um, from each um, area of my life. So it could be um, could be my business, could be financials, could be relations, and also some some kind of charity maybe um, to get really the whole picture about um, some areas of your life where you want to work on, where you want to improve, and to write one or two goals down and. To really to also prioritize them and just uh, to put your deadlines so um, on a monthly basis but also as you just said 
quarterly basis is also fine. If you go from um, yeah from the whole picture to uh, from the whole picture from the whole year, from the quarters um, to the months to the weeks to the days, it it really gives you gives you an idea about um, yeah how you can actually realize it. As I said, in these actionable uh, steps to improve it and. Um, also, then is a question about how you can uh, check in certain tasks in in a, a period of time. So maybe if there is a new month, then you um, just align maybe to what you have already done or reached, and also to get an idea about um, what um, was important for you in the maybe in in um, in May or in June that you already remind yourself about where you are in your process, um, how you proceed actually and maybe where you need to iterate or to adapt new things and to finally always um, have those um, bigger goal or bigger picture in mind where you actually then uh, finally come out end of the year. But also you can take a period of three or four years and um, actually break it down. So for me, um, I have this, this plan which I do in five years where I am uh, with, uh, 30, with 35 years or 38 years or 40 years and then I can actually see how I am now and in this uh, this project or in this and this uh, plans goals and um, I can work on it and always um, yeah to remind yourself yeah that you actually once uh, write down those goals and um, see some kind of value for you that um, yeah it's it's always present so yeah that's basically how I do it yeah so that's powerful to actually have the visioning side behind yeah. it because. Sometimes we can't even imagine. When I first launched the podcast, I was thinking, well, if only I could get 100 people just to listen yeah. to it. Uh, that was where, where my mind was. Even back when I was reviewing your book, it was only two months. And I remember I was at 500 downloads. And I thought, this is great. 500 people, that's like way more than 100. And now we're approaching 11,000. Wow, and, great. you know, it's, it's definitely snowballing and but you don't mm. you can't see that when you're starting something it's hard unless you have some sort of um, timeline of, of goals that you're looking at yeah that's the compound effect which you actually realize um, if you uh, look back yeah so after one year after two years and you uh, really uh, see wow how how have I done this yeah so how is this uh, possible yeah so the right. first steps are always so you see maybe little progress but um, if you realize at the end of your journey or at, at the end of your goal where you reach it actually that's that's huge yeah it's, it's yeah i like that the compounding effect because yeah, it, right, it yeah. started to go quickly with momentum yeah so the more that you put in the more that you get out which i think is, yeah. is also powerful well i i've thoroughly enjoyed your book torsten is there anything else you think is important that that i've missed here that would help people to be more productive in these difficult times these days yeah i think um yeah as you said we are now in a complex period but i think that um those challenges those challenges we now face are really um challenges that define us in some way and of course i have um some things i would like to mention so maybe what's relevant for for some people or for most people is that um the the issue that you um maybe need to recreate or create your own workspace at home and for the for the work um for the working lockdown it's essential from my point of view that you um, optimize it or maybe make it some exclusive for you that you just avoid uh, places where you normally uh, relax or something and um, that you feel um, yeah the concentration just in your working area and maybe 
the comfortable situation uh, somewhere else maybe um, where you then enjoy your, your free time that you really have to split yeah so that is that is uh, one proposal I have there to, to improve in this regards and um, of course then the, the maintaining of a positive attitude on focusing what actually motivates you so that comes clear uh, to me um, in the past days and weeks um, where I learned, learned that a mindset is actually really important in everything you do so um, if you have a positive mental attitude I think everything gets much easier and what really helps me is in, in getting started and being productive is really having this clear vision and seeing in everything that is told that happens around you or what you experience there's always a chance to grow or to improve yourself or to take something um, out of it yeah so if you give such such words as productivity efficiency or success your individual meaning and combine it with positive emotions and actually have fun in the process, I think you are really on the right path or on the right way. And surely it involves uh, on some way that you um, need to leave your comfort zone. But um, I know why I'm actually working on tasks or things to improve. And uh, really, if I combine it with positive emotions, it all gets much easier. And um, why should I torture myself um, all day long um, isn't fun maybe also part of the game? So that's, that's a question maybe to, to ask yourselves and, and to find some answers here. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, if anyone wants to contact you, Torsten, what's the best place? It's your website, lastingprinciples.com. Right, yes. And then and your you can, email, yeah. what would be? Yes, your... and you can just drop me a message maybe. I prefer um, if you write me an email to Torsten at lastingprinciples.com. So I will... Um, be really uh, happy if you can uh, just uh, find something where we can work on or we can just ex exchange some experiences and uh, yeah really uh, really like to yeah exchange with people like you who are already um, working uh, so long also in this uh, fields and have some experience to exchange to improve and to grow together yeah so that's that's really great yeah Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for contacting me last summer and sharing your book because it, it was incredible. And I hope other people will get that book and read it. It, it was quick and, and really helped me just to remember some of the things that I might have forgotten, especially during this time when, you know, everything is coming at us so quickly. It's, it's hard unless we're practicing these concepts on a daily basis sometimes the whole day can get messed up and it happens over here too. So having these steps in place are so important. So I want to thank you so much, Torsten, for being here today and uh, spending you. your time sharing your ideas with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, wish you all the best. You too. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.